Okay. <clears throat> we are beginning letter 20. Letter 20 deals with a very fundamental and profound principle of Hasidic thought, which has a very strong practical application. What this letter conveys is that creation of physical derives from the essence of God himself. It's not from godliness. All the spiritual levels are varying creations and emanations and evolutions of godliness. Physical can't derive from godliness. There's, there's no connect. So the only thing that creates physical is God himself, which means that the physical, the gross physical world, has an enormous connection deeper than anything else in all creation to God himself, which in its practical application means that when we do a commandment with the physical, there's an enormous power there because that physical is charged, like nothing else is, with God himself and those energies. And this concept will be developed in this letter. So the letter begins by a quotation from the Eitzhayim, from a Kabbalistic work, a quotation we have actually several times in Tanya. It's Aramaic, and it means he and his life-giving emanation, the light of the divine attributes, are one. He and his causation, meaning the vessels for those lights of the divine attributes, are one in them. So what we're saying here is God is one with the lights of the divine attributes, the lights are like the souls animating the vessels of the divine attributes. And God is one as well with the vessels of these divine attributes, what's receiving these lights, what's receiving the souls in them, in the divine attributes. We're referring here to the ten divine attributes of the highest world, the world of being, Batsilos. So the light and the vessels are all one with God which is not true in the three lower worlds of creation and formation and descent. There, the vessels, and even to a certain degree the lights, are viewed as creations. But in the highest world, the world of being, they're viewed as one with God. The question is, how could it be that the infinity is one with vessels? Vessels are limited and finite. So God obviously transcends any particular identity of any vessel. And God is infinite. So we could say in general that if we don't allow the infinity of God to also be finite, we're limiting God. In other words, if God is absolutely perfect and contains all and is infinite, the same way he possesses infinite powers, he possesses finite powers. So therefore, within the infinity of God is the ability of this finite dimension, which the Tzemachtetic calls the power of limitation within infinity, that from the infinity of God can emanate something limited and finite. The Altarebbe's point here is that when we say that God is one with these vessels, we don't mean these vessels are divinity. But they are divinity with regard to creating something out of nothing, just as the infinity of God can. 
meaning the infinity of God is united with these vessels to produce an action that can only come about through the infinity of God or through uniting with the infinity of God. So the action is coming by way of the infinity of God and through these vessels. When we're saying that God is one with his vessels in the highest world, the world of being, creating something out of nothing is a God-like ability, and only God has it. So we're saying that the vessels of the divine attributes of the world of being is one with God because creation is going to come through them, as the Rebbe explains much later in this letter, that all of the lower worlds, meaning the next three lower worlds of creation and formation and descent, all of the lights and vessels, all of the manifestations of the divine attributes in these three lower worlds are all created by the divine attributes of the world of being, which means the vessels, as well as the lights, of the world of being create, but they can't create themselves, obviously. They're creating because the infinity of God is fused with them that creation can happen through them. So from that vantage point, we're saying that God is one with these vessels. Generally, once we have that big jump of creation, then we have myriads and myriads and myriads of evolutions from what we call Kabbalistically ila to alul, which we can loosely translate as cause and effect. They're links in a causal progression that the effect evolves, so to speak, from the cause. So once we have that initial jump for there to be an initial world, an initial divine attribute, then we're going to have an evolution of one divine attribute evolving from the one before it. As we see, understanding evolves from seminal wisdom, bina from chachma. But in these divine attributes in the world of beings, they're so close to God, even the vessels, that just as we say about God, my face, my inner dimension, you cannot see. But we know, as we learned in the previous letter, that when God told Moses, you can't see my face, you can't see my inner dimension, well, the prophecy of Moses was only to the lowest four of the ten divine attributes. Which means that the upper six, Moses had no ability to see. So even though these are divine attributes and not God, but they're part of that overarching statement, my face, God's face, God's inner dimension, you can't see, which includes the first six of these ten divine attributes. So that shows us how these divine attributes are truly at one with God. And even when we have the evolution of one divine attribute from the other and one from the other, it's really all ultimately nullified, that which comes before it. In other words, even after the cause evolves from the effect and now is like a, so to speak, distinct entity, it's essentially non-existent in terms of its cause. So as each divine attribute evolves, 
it's still very nullified to the divine attribute that preceded it, its cause. So this progression is creating levels and levels and levels of godly energy. But at every level of godly energy, there's an intense and overt connection to that which preceded it, to its source. And therefore, it's all godliness. It doesn't really have a sense of independent identity, what we call yesh, being its own substance, which, of course, is illusionary because nothing is its own substance. Everything comes from God. But God wanted that his creation should have this false, erroneous impression of being substantive on its own. And through this whole technique of ilava of cause and effect, evolutionary development, emanation from emanation from emanation, lower and lower and lower from that which came before you, before you, before you, doesn't create things of independent substance. Because everything that evolves feels so intimately itself as part of its source. And that, in turn, feels itself as part of its source. And feels itself as part of its source, going all the way back to the original sources. So therefore, this technique could never bring about physicality. Because physicality views itself as self-made, as independent existences. And in this process, even if you had a million evolutions, a million links of cause to effect, which becomes a cause, which leads to an effect, which becomes a cause, which leads to an effect, and the lowest, lowest link of this chain of a million or so still on some level has a qualitative relationship with the highest and original link. So, for example, we have in, in God's celestial chariot the idea of the face of the ox. And from that, through many, many evolutions, could eventually evolve the spirit of an animal. But not the physicality of it, not the body. Because you can't get a body from this evolutionary process, from this evolving process. You could get all of the animals, but that's a little bit lower than that. And therefore, as we're going to say, to create a physical world, to create things that feel I exist, and have that erroneous impression, the only power that can do that is God himself. We have an evolution of godliness, less godliness, and less godliness, and less godliness, and less godliness. And we finally mess that and can't get any lower in godliness. God himself creates, after this lowest squeeze of the godliness, physicality, which means it has a direct, intimate, unusual link, different from all of creation, with God himself. 